I didn't catch this in the recording, but now that we're here, listener, when Teresa left to go get her dogs to be quiet, what she said when she opened the door was, why are you sad? And I was so upset that I would not be able to use that in the cold open. She's back. All right. Hi. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend, Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? And you have seen, but I don't know if everybody else has seen, but I've been reading Twilight. (laughs) I was going to ask you about that. And it's terrible. It's ruining my life. Um, I'm on chapter six. So I'm about to reach Jacob. So Bella's about to go on her beach trip. And there's a lot going on in this book that I completely forgot about. And it's making me really irrationally angry that I was like really into this book too. Because I didn't like, know that you were into Twilight. Oh, Panda. Oh boy. Is this another revelation of a dark secret? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of common knowledge if you went to, like, middle school and early high school with me. Um, I read them, like, right before the popularity curve kind of came about. So I read them, like, I think I was reading them in eighth grade. So You were into it before it was cool, I see. Yeah, I guess. So I was reading it, like, late 2007, early 2008, because for every so this is a fun fact i guess but i graduated high school in 2012 so when i was in first grade it was 2001 when i was in seventh grade it was 2007 and so on and so forth so i like always can tell you exactly what year it is by what grade i was in it's kind of wild but um i'm sorry my dogs keep barking they're just being pains in the asses today but um yeah so the last time i read twilight was about 10 years ago and i'm like reading this stuff and I was like how did I ever enjoy this how did I ever like actively like obsessively read this like I realize now that it's so poorly written and I realize how corny and manipulative like Edward is and just like it's bad and how did anybody fall in love with the series including myself like it's a really wild eye-opener but It's making for some good Twitter content, so I'll keep fighting that good fight. Actually, sort of tangentially related to Twilight, following up on something we talked about in a previous episode, I did some looking into about uh, that fanfic that we talked about inspiring Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Apparently, they just both happen to have a twilight centric human bdsm au uh the submissive came first and it is known that el james then known as oh god i've got to look up i found out what her like fandom name was and i about screamed oh god this is the best thing ever 
Okay, she was known as Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. Excuse me? E.L. James' online handle in the Twilight fanfiction fandom area of the internet was Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. Anyway, okay, so the submissive came first, and it is known that E.L. James did read the submissive and then went on to write the Master of the Universe or whatever Fifty Shades of Grey was called before it became its own thing. Oh, good God. And so, like, it wasn't a... It wasn't, like, a plagiarism issue or, like, it just happened to be, like, she saw this version of Twilight and was like, hmm, I want to do that, but I want to do it differently, and then went on to do that. That's fair. They have a lot of differences Mm -hmm. plot-wise. They have a lot of differences in, like, the structure of the story, but mostly it's just, like, yeah, you could probably say that the submissive inspired Fifty Shades of Grey, but, like... It wasn't like an outright copy or anything. Okay, that's good to know. But besides that, how are you doing, Pam? I'm doing great. I was going to open with asking you about uh, your recent delve into Twilight. I tried to reread Twilight a few years ago and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't couldn't get through it. I was like, this is just making me mad and it's badly written and I'm not enjoying this. Yeah, so what happened was I've been jonesing for like... I guess necessarily a romance, but I want like some good human uh, supernatural creature mix romance, I guess. Because like, obviously Shape of Water won Best Picture and that like made me so happy. And I'm so incredibly happy about that. But I was like, I've been, I want like something to read and not necessarily something to watch. I mean, watching, yes, but I want something to read about cheesy like werewolf romance or uh cheesy vampire romance or something like that and um on twitter i know you sent me that mummy thing another friend sent me um a one-shot manga about like a spider person falling in love with a monk which is kind of cool which i still have to check out but i was like either i'm just gonna have to write my own bad romance novel or i'm just gonna reread twilight well i don't know how much you looked into the mummy book but that's actually sort of how that came about because uh it's it was written by these two guys whose podcast i listened to and they for their very first episode they reviewed the first twilight book and it sort of spawned over the years like them doing reviews of other like awful paranormal romance type stuff and they finally were like that wasn't like the whole point of the podcast that just happened to come up as a topic a lot so uh they were like we've decided that we have all these problems with the paranormal YA romance fiction genre and a lot of the things that we've read in it so we're going to write a very late in the game Twilight parody that attempts to address other things that we hate about the way this genre tends to pan out. Oh, that's really cool. Maybe I will. So like, I haven't read young adult since I was like a young adult, not even like it was like people were like still reading young adult. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to read something else now. Cause like I, when I was younger, I wasn't a strong reader until fifth grade, fifth grade hit. And then I like, read a book that I happened to really really like and then I became a strong reader and like all of middle school I was like that weird kid who sat alone 
and didn't like him just kind of read in the corner during lunch, especially like in seventh grade, like throughout high school and throughout even college, like I was an English major and there was like one semester where I read like 25 books in one semester and like people were like, what are you reading now, Teresa? And I'm like, I don't know. Words mean nothing to me anymore. But I was done with young adult books around like age 15, 16 at most. Like once in a while, like I read, actually I read Percy Jackson in college. Like I read them my junior year of college, but um, for the most part, I pretty much haven't touched a young adult book in a really long time. So when I look at stuff that's young adult, I'm like, uh, can I trust this? Because like, there's not a whole lot of well-written young adult out there and it's really frustrating. So I just, I've been kind of reading Twilight out of morbid curiosity, but let's, Let's talk about some podcast ideas. One quick opinion before we actually talk about podcast ideas. I do want to say I don't think it's that there isn't enough good YA fiction out there. I think that it's just the market has become oversaturated due to the success of stuff like Twilight and The Hunger Games. So, like, if you want to read good paranormal romance or good dystopian fiction you often have to dig through a lot of garbage. Yeah, big time. And even with like adult romance, I, I won't touch it. Like, I was like, what, do I read like the Anne Rice vampire novels? I'm like, no, because those are also bad. There's, I haven't Sound like- Sound guy Jimmy's dad loves those books. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's so good. Yes, Jimmy Sr. No, no, actually that's Jimmy Jr. Jimmy oh. Sr. would be his father. <laughs> because- <laughs> Sound guy Jimmy is the third. It's the third. I knew Jimmy was the third, so it's like Jimmy Senior. Jimmy. No, Jimmy. He, J- his, Jimmy Junior. His father senior. is Jimmy Junior. Jimmy Junior Senior, if you will. The Jimmy Prime is his grandfather. I love Jimmy Patient Zero. <laughs> My first podcast idea comes with an apology, Elion. I know you're listening. You're the only person that has given us money. And I have taken a month to read your podcast idea on the air because I'm bad at preparing and I kept forgetting to put it in my list of podcast ideas. So I'm going to read Elion's podcast idea and also say, thank you for giving us money. I'm so sorry that I'm a mess and I can't prepare for anything. Elion's idea for a podcast is really great. Because it is a podcast where people try to describe a color they're looking at. Ooh. Have you ever tried to describe a color to a blind person? Not even just something as like a like an actual describing a color to a blind person. But I remember that being like a writing exercise that yeah. a teacher gave when I was in like high school or something. Yeah, I do actually. I had to I had a poetry like we had like a poetry unit in elementary school and we had to write like allegories and like uh simile not allegories but like similes and metaphors and stuff like that to describe a color and like I described the color green and I had a friend who was like a super know-it-all and she was like what do you mean green is being licked by a dog I was like it's a vibe you dumbass and like (laughs) I mean I said that in like the most simple like fifth grader terms but like Definitely. Describing a color is especially hard. And if you can't describe it by saying other colors, like you're saying orange and you're talking about like a summer sunset or a bright fire burning, like it's really hard for you to say orange because like there's not 
a whole lot else like not a lot of textures result in a color like besides maybe like the texture of grass because like there's not a lot out there that's really the same color green as grasses kind of deal but like even then that's tough elion damn good job that was really good i mean how would you describe a color i mean we could try it right now if we really want oh to. god no i can't i could not i would like freeze up on the spot and not be able to come up with any words at all i am wondering whether or not for this podcast you could use other color words because i i brought up the blind person thing because it was something that like this idea reminded me of but you wouldn't necessarily have to restrict yourself in that way. I'm thinking maybe that you could start off trying to describe it without using words that describe other colors, but then maybe after like a time limit has passed, like, and the other person hasn't been able to tell what color you're looking at, like you could start to say like it's kind of orangish or it's kind of greenish or something like that. I think it would also be a really good tool for uh, for writers, especially because like it's really hard. I know for creative writers to always find like the right way to describe something. And I think that's a really like it is it's a tool set that's used by a lot of like creative writing teachers and stuff like that. But I feel like as writers, sometimes especially if you're out of school for a really long time, you kind of forget the basics. Sometimes just stepping back and thinking about descriptors sometimes will distract me. So I think it would be like a really good way to consider your word use because like word pictures are books. Books are word pictures, let's be real. So I really think this would be a good podcast, maybe like even for art people who like love to make fun of normies who wouldn't have no idea what colors are. And then writers could really enjoy it, but also just people who love to hear other people suffer. I think that's a really good idea. Uh, do you have a name for it by any chance, or did Elion give a name suggestion? Elion did not give a name suggestion. My first instinct was to come up with a name that references uh, that fucking t- awful Tumblr post, uh, the color of the sky. <laughs> the color of the sky. I, I mean, I thought of a name. All right, do you want to hear it? Yeah, I would love to hear your uh, name. Who are you? Oh my god! Hey. How am I supposed to top that? I'm I'm not. I can't. Just doing my job. That's too good. Thank oh you. man. Yeah, I really like this idea. I would probably listen to this. And then all of the episodes could just be named after the color that they're yeah. given. Would there be a penalty for not being able to get the to for not figuring out the color idea? What kind of penalty would you give? I don't know. You're you have to you have to be the one that describes the color, which could also be a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know, like, I think it would just be, like, a fun exercise that would probably drive you insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, should I give you my idea? Then? Yeah, hit me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how about a trivia game? Because you know me, I'm all about trivia. Uh, a trivia game about books, movies, uh, pop culture, etc. from your childhood and you like the players have to guess if something really happened or not like you're kind of testing how much you remember kind of deal from your childhood so like for instance talking about twilight i completely forgot that edward stops a fucking car from killing bella how could you forget i you know sometimes you get lost in the sauce of a bunch of other things and you just forget how stupid twilight is so like 
I think it could be kind of like a true or false test your memory kind of game. Like, for instance, does Harry ever kiss Hermione in Harry Potter? And people would be like, yes, no. And then going to be that one jackass is like, well, technically. And I'm just be like, shut up. And <laughs> I think it could be really fun. And like, it could be like cartoons. Like, for instance, has SpongeBob, um, like something about SpongeBob, or it could be something about like an episode of Family Guy. Frankly, I don't watch Family Guy, so I know nothing about Family Guy. So that would probably screw me over pretty bad. Uh, I read the Hunger Games books, but I've only seen the first two movies. So if something happens in the Mockingjay movie that doesn't happen in the Mockingjay book or vice versa, I'd be like, uh, what? So like, I know nothing about Star Wars. So like, I think it could be really fun if it was a trivia show based on like memory and nostalgia. Yeah, no, definitely. I love this. There are a lot of things. I feel like we've done a similar idea where we talked about like, a podcast where you just talk about things that you used to watch when you were younger that like you don't remember wild stuff about but I love the idea of having to play a trivia game based off of it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because like I was trying to think of some weird trivia for a thing that I watched as a kid but like all I'm coming up with is stuff about Twilight I hate you you've done this to me sorry Um, like the fact that Jacob imprints on a baby. Steph, I thought about that yesterday and I wanted to scream. Who's Who was her editor? I literally, when that happened, I threw my book across the room. I was like, I hate this. As somebody who like actively is pursuing a job like in publishing, I just want to know like who was her editor? See, like, here's the thing. I have a theory okay. about that. The reason this got okayed is because Twilight was hot shit by then. Like, there were, like, there was, like, a a pretty dedicated fan base at that time. So they were just like, okay, Stephanie, you can do whatever weird bullshit you want because it's going to make us money anyway. I think you're absolutely right because it's just like the star wars prequels yeah she literally did whatever the fuck she wanted what bums me out is that there was so much like good lore in concept like okay this this podcast has become twilight podcast right now i don't I'm care. so sorry listeners There's, no no i'm angry and the world needs to know like friend of the show vera was like Alice is really manipulative and I didn't realize that as like a middle schooler but now like thinking about it I'm like oh my god yeah she really was but like all of these characters had such cool like lore and backstory like Jasper fights in the vampire war for god's sake and like here we have wasn't he in like the civil war yeah he was like in the civil war no wasn't he like in the spanish american war I don't know Either way, I think it may have been the spanish american war actually now that but Jasper, like, literally was in the Vampire War. And, like... And yet we focus on Bella's bland ass. Yeah, we focus on Milk Toast Boy number one and sad emo girl who's a bitch to her dad. I mean, okay, granted, I'm a bitch to my dad, too. But, like, I never went to go... Like, my parents got divorced and my mom remarried and I never decided to live with my dad. Like... Bella, you could have done that too. Like sidebar, yeah. uh, the guys that did uh, that mummy book came up with a pitch for a movie spinoff of the Twilight series that was called, uh, or a TV spinoff from the Twilight movies, and it was called Mustache and the Wig, and it was about uh, 
Bella's dad, Charlie, and Alice uh, teaming up to solve crimes with, like, her future sight and him being a cop. That's so fucking cool! Anyway, continue. And, like, for instance, we have Leah, who's, like, the only girl in that whole entire pack who's able to transform. Like, how cool is that? You literally have the only female shapeshifter, like, on record, living a half an hour away from you. And she does nothing. Nothing. Stephanie Meyer does Except, nothing. Except, like, be jealous of what's-his-butt. Uh, yeah, main guy, because she, he gets his dick wet for her cousin. Like, oh my god. And then, like, for instance, the mysterious Amazon baby vampire? Like, your <laughs> child is, like, a one out of five case in the past, like, 500 years. I just want to know, like, Stephanie Meyer has made such interesting and creative side characters and, like, side lore. And granted, Stephanie Meyer's, like, like depiction of uh, Indigenous Americans is, like, a total hot mess. But whatever. That's a different rant for a different time when I know more information about shit. It makes me so mad that out of all of the characters to write as her main characters, she has a perpetual 17-year-old who acts like he's too fucking deep for everybody and then has Bella, the world's most plain-ass, oh, I'm smart because I read books, girl. And I'm like, shut up! Okay, Ugh. I have a theory about why all the side characters are interesting. Tell me. My theory is that Stephanie Meyer's kind of like M. Night Shyamalan, where she's like an ideas person, but not a following through and developing these ideas person. Yeah. So, like, she can come up with this crazy bullshit empath vampire who fought in the Spanish-American War and she just leaves it at that because she doesn't want to have to put in the work of developing interesting characters. She just, the reason she focuses on these two bland ass milk toast main characters is because she doesn't have to develop them because they have no development because they're bland and boring. Yeah, sounds about right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's M. Night Shyamalan, but of books. I never thought that I would be on record comparing Stephanie Meyer to M. Night Shyamalan, but here we are. Yeah, you know. This is the life we live now. This is the life we live. Um, Do you have a podcast idea? I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, Was it? Oh, yeah. We were talking about nostalgia and trivia. nostalgia trivia game show. Do you have a name? Because, I don't know, after Who Are You, I think I might be shot. (laughs) Um, no, I don't have a name. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking. I was trying real hard. I was thinking. The well was just coming up dry. Nostalgia. We always talk about nostalgia a lot on this show. I mean, we could just talk like... um. We're, we're very nostalgic people. We can't help it because I don't do anything in my house. So I just kind of like go back to shit that I used to care about and see if it's still good or not, which is like really bad, but whatever. Hmm. I was thinking like... Did that happen? Did that happen? Was like something I wrote down, but that's not like really a good idea for a name. Yeah, see, I was trying to bounce ideas kind of like that, or like you remember that, or something like that, but like Mm -hmm. none of these are catchy. 
Yeah, no. I say you just burn it down and go to the next idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody has a better idea, send us send us the goods. Uh, give me an idea, Pand. Okay, this idea I actually stole from Twitter. I'm going to pull up this person's username because I sent this to you in a message and then I was like, oh shit, I want to talk about this on the podcast. Uh, while I'm looking up the person's name, I'll just say the idea. This idea is a podcast about abandoned blogs old blogs that people used to keep up whether it's like fandom blogs or like somebody that's working on a project or something like that and sort of like exploring these old blogs and looking at them and seeing if you can find out like what their blogger is up to now because like I know I have a couple of abandoned fandom blogs that I don't do anything with I do too so um, and who and who wrote this tweet I am still looking it up Oh, it's very ba- it's far back in our conversation. Uh, I just I literally just found it as soon as I was saying that I hadn't found it yet. Nice. This idea is from uh, at Alexander Chi. Chi spelled C H E E. Nice. And the tweet said a podcast called My Now Abandoned Blog, featuring people who used to have blogs, what they were about, and what they're doing now instead. So it's like a where were the where are they now blog. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, So for like a week, a few months ago, I started a blog to archive all of my sticker collection. How's that going? I it kept up for five days. And I really should get back to it because I actually really do enjoy it. My printer is like in the like my printer slash scanner is like in the worst place ever in my house. So um, I would have to then like go crawl into my computer. I still call it a computer room. There hasn't been a computer in there in like seven years. And I actually referred to it as the computer room the other day. And somebody was like, and somebody who like didn't know me when I was younger was like, what fucking room is that? I was like, ah, the one at the end of the hallway. So that's abandoned. And I should probably get back to that. When I was in middle school, I had a movie review site where I like reviewed movies in like two paragraphs. And that was like a blog spot from like 2006 so i could always wow talk about that yeah i know big surprise now i run blog which i haven't updated in like three weeks but whatever so you could do a blog about twilight oh god oh fuck that's what i should do after i finish the book i'll force myself to watch the movie and then i'll write about how much i hate both of them collectively and how i hate the movie more than i hate the book because there's still things in the book that i think should have happened oh my god pand you are absolutely correct just you gotta find something to channel this into thank you thank you i i can't keep keeping this out on taking this out on everybody but tell me tell me your ideas what i mean it does make for good uh for good twitter content Thank you. What what abandoned blogs do you have? Um, I have one that I need to get back to. That's I was doing uh, incorrect Sailor Moon quotes, where I would take funny quotes from other TV shows and assign them to characters from Sailor Moon. Uh, this is really good for quotes from like Arrested Development and uh, Parks and Recreation and Brooklyn Nine Nine because all of those are very funny. I think the reason that I did this, I'm going to pull up like the very first one or whatever, because it was very funny to me. And I was like, I could do more of these. And then I did it for like a couple of months. And then like school got really busy and I just couldn't keep doing them. No, I was trying to find 
the very first one, but I can't because for some reason my phone is not letting me scroll back to the beginning of the blog. Okay, my the first one I did was um, the Arrested Development quote, whereas like, uh, if you're trying to say I pick favorites, you're wrong. Flashback to the previous day. I don't care for Job. I now, love that one. Uh, Queen Beryl talking about Jedi. <laughs> Stop! I love Jedi. Jedi's always been my favorite. Yeah, I know, but like, if you think about it, like, Jedi's the only one that gets like specifically punished by Queen Beryl. The rest really of them just does. like whether you're reading the manga, or the uh, watching the anime, like they get. Well, I in the I think in the manga they all just get defeated by sailor scouts but like in the first season of the anime like jedi gets like sent off to be an eternal sleep and then the rest of them just get defeated by the sailor scouts or whatever yeah he gets fucked pretty bad i mean i know what blog i okay so like i still love with all my heart mitt little brony like is it mitt little brony oh my god yes mitt little brony mitt little brony was um, a Tumblr dedicated to somebody putting uh, the Mitt Romney documentary quotes over pe- wow quotes from the My Little Pony documentary on images of the Mitt Romney documentary. I think I saw a couple of these, but I didn't like a dedicated blog. I love Mitt Little Brony so much. I was like obsessed with it when it was happening, and like. My roommates would just be like, Teresa, my little brony update is like, thank God. And honestly, I go back and like read it once like a year kind of deal. Like I, I love it. I love it. I love comment everybody. It's time to buck and it's Mitt Romney walking. Like, I want to know who this genius is. I want to like talk to this person. Like I loved middle, Mitt little brony. And I'm like so sad that it's gone. And I mean, how much can you really do with it? Because like, Nobody cares about Mitt Romney anymore, but, like, it was, like, honestly one of my favorite, like, blogs of all time. It really was. Did you ever watch the Brony documentary? Oh, buddy, I watched both of them. Ah! See, that was the true test, is to determine whether or not you knew that there was more than one. Oh, oh, buddy, I... Oh, oh. God. You know, I swear to God, Jimmy is going to like destroyed me after hearing this even though he might know this there was a brief stint where i dated a brony for like two weeks girl the last two relationships i was in came out of a brony group that i was in don't like i mean look they were they were just one of them was a good person that happened to just be looking for a social club and a new place that they moved to and the other one was a classmate that i knew who happened to join a group that i may have start started anyway we don't have to talk about that um (laughs) yeah so i like watched the he was like this one's really good he actually had him on dvd oh no we watched it but then i watched like netflix i yeah and then i watched the other one on netflix so like maybe maybe there's three my little pony documentaries i don't know no I, i think there's only the two but I've definitely watched here. I can tell you which ones I've watched. Let me go on Netflix. Or should I just type in Brony? Except I love Equestria Girls, and I hate that I do. Um, I, w- I saw the new the My Little Pony, the movie, yes, recently, and, and it was yeah. very good. I know, you were telling me. Oh, my gosh. It was very good. Are they not on Netflix anymore? 
That might have gotten taken off. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've seen both a brony tail and Brody's the extremely expected adult fans of My Little Pony. Yeah, I have. I don't remember if I saw the brony tail one. Have I seen a brony tail? Yes, I have. Yeah, because it's, it's, what's her name? It's one of the, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, Ashley Ball. No, Ashley Ball. Ball. Ashley Ball is like, (laughs) it's about her just like dealing with everybody. And I'm like, this poor woman. Well, no, because it was also about like, because she's in like a band and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And talks about her brand and stuff like that too. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't watch that one. I did watch that one. Who's the real brony now, band? Mm, I guess you're right. It's Mm. not the one that still has My Little Pony merchandise in her house, I guess. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I do too, but I'm also like... Some of them are just too cute. I can't get rid of them. That's totally fair. I mean, I'm a sea pony bitch. So, like, catch me at, like, conventions that are aimed towards, like, collectibles, like, comic conventions, and I, like, see... If I if it's a local convention, if I see like comics, toys, I like bust in, go to every toy table. I'm like, do you have the aquatic horses? And they're like, what? It's like the sea ponies, you sons of bitches. Like I in this house, we love the sea ponies. I love the sea I ponies. Mean, you gotta call on the sea ponies when you're in distress. I exactly you get. It. I love the sea ponies. Like unironically, I love the sea ponies. You know there were sea ponies in the new movie. I oh, I know. I heard, and I still haven't seen it. I'll probably just watch it like online soon. I I took someone who had not watched My Little Pony before to see it with me, and she had no trouble following it. So you should be fine, even if you're not like, even if you haven't seen a lot of the TV show. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen a good portion of it. Thank you very much. I'm just saying, oh. like, even like, I mean, if you're not caught up with like current. No, I'm not. I'm not caught up with the current TV show either because it got bad and yeah. I don't like, I didn't enjoy watching it anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I love sea ponies and I love um, the Gen 1 costumes, which is like a really bizarre thing to say, but I love um, Pony Knot and I love um, oh my, Strike Up the Band outfit. Like, I love and I love the set. Of I have like certain sets for My Little Pony that I absolutely adore, and like like I said, like I love sea ponies, I love the costume ponies, and I love um, the special edition animals that aren't My Little Ponies. So oh yeah, oh my god! But I also love Takara ponies. I think Takara ponies are the cutest thing on earth, and I want a Takara pony so badly. But I can never like find them. Nobody ever sells them online. Nobody ever like sells them on eBay. Like I never find any Takara ponies. But this bitch loves Takara ponies. And uh, as a lot of people know, I'm a avid collector, or at least I pretend to be, because I only have two of um, the Trendmaster Star Castles. You've mentioned that on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm a really big Trendmaster Star Castles fan. So like, trust me, I have weird 90s 80s toys that i collect too so i really don't care if you're a brony it was just really unfortunate that i dated one for two weeks or whatever when i was in college (sighs) two weeks isn't that bad yeah i guess (laughs) i don't know in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of things it wasn't bad at all but like it was one of those things i was like (laughs) like when i think about it because it was such like an embarrassing two weeks but whatever yeah no i get you I think that uh, by now 
we have definitely run up our time yes, and definitely. you have to leave soon anyway. So we might as well wrap this up now mm-hmm. that we've talked about Twilight and My Little Pony for half an hour. Yep. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Mpandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicunia, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. And if you would like to follow us on our Tumblr, that is Fresh Podcast Market, plain and simple. If you want to, like Elion, give us money and then have me forget to mention you on the podcast for a whole month you can do that at ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market where you can donate to us in increments of three dollars where you buy us a coffee and if you would like for us to talk about your ideas outside of paying us because you don't have to pay us to talk about it although that would be nice uh you can send those to our email which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com or you can send those to us on the Twitter or our Tumblr. If you liked our theme song, that is Plants by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com and if you want to buy merchandise with our logo on it, you can do that at the link in our pinned tweet. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pan. Make sure you find those rare My Little Ponies, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.